Hello, friends. This is Dante from the Y Day Podcast. Welcome to season four, episode 17. This topic is going to be titled Commitophobia. This is something I've always had the challenge at the beginning of this podcast is commitment. Um, I did an episode a couple weeks, a couple seasons back about commitment, but things have changed, may or may have not. But I have new speakers on this episode. I have myself, Red Pill, and Alpha Monk. Just so you know, this episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked, the leading provider at home health tests. Are you looking to improve your sexual health? With Let's Get Checked, you can do a simple at-home health test that will give you a complete picture of your hormone health in five days. 80% of transmitted infections are don't display any symptoms. However, if symptoms do occur, they are likely to present themselves within two weeks of infection. So sexual health is important for a number of different reasons. I know we talked about this in the dating, but it's you become sexually active. If you're a sexually active person, if you have unprotected sex, if you experience symptoms of sexual transmitted infection, or you're into a new sexual relationship. You ever see the notification form of a previous partner that infected? That's also a big one too. And some of the painful symptoms because sexually transmitted infections are painful urination, painful during sexual intercourse, rash on genitals, anus, itching or ir- irritations on genitals. And so that's all the crazy bad part about everything. But how does this process work? The process works is that the test is delivered straight to your door. You have a help, you have a self collect your blood sample from your tip of your finger, mail the sample back to your accredited laboratories anywhere nearby, and the prepaid label and a received support and guidance from the LGC medical team, who are available 24 7 to offer you the personalized advice you need to know your hormonal health. This week, let's get checked. Wants to invite all the listeners to join the community with the 20% discount code. It's date 20. I'll let it know. Date 20. So, if you guys want information, that's all the information you guys got right there. So, let's get into the episode right now. When you need nothing, right? Like, when you're self-sufficient, like, the only thing you, you can't really give yourself is, like, external affection. You gotta, that's, like, external affection and then, like, good conversations, unless you're, like, schizo, right? Like, other than that, it's, like, if, if let's say... I go speak my perspective. If I can cook, I can clean, I make enough money, I have my own place, I have a solid friend group, I have a good job, I have a couple hobbies. It's like I've, I'm living my life. I, I travel, I start a good business, I, I pick up new hobbies all the time, I read my books, I can call any of my boys to hang out. It's like, a, you know, I, my game is, is okay, you know, I can get girls. So, I mean, what do I need you for? Like, what am I missing? So I hate to say it's like 80-20, but it's like I don't look for any part of myself in someone else. You are someone who respects me. You are somebody who I would like to spend time with. You're somebody who is, is genial and agreeable, and you have interesting things that I don't know about. And you're hot. You're really hot, right? So it's like what, aside from like those very few things, it's like I don't look to complete myself with anybody. Yeah. So if, if you're like, oh, you can't find everything in a partner, it's like, well, stop. What are you looking for? You can. What are you looking for? What are you missing yourself trying to replace with somebody else?
What's going on, guys? This is Dante from the Y Day Podcast. Well, happy Sunday. I just want to let everyone know uh, today is a day that one of my, well, an innovator of music, soul music, is birthdays today. I know he passed away, James Brown. So you guys don't know. James Brown's mm-hmm. birthday was today. So just want to say happy birthday to the Godfather or the King of Soul. You know, I've seen all these posts everywhere. So, you know, just want to put that out there. But I have myself on here. I have Red Pill, Alpha Monk on here. And um, yeah, yeah, it's the fellas today. So last episode I did with the women. So I have the fellas on here. And we're going to be talking about commitment. I'll say it again. It's commitment. I don't know what type of commitment we are. I mean, relationship-wise, I guess. You know, there's many ways to commit everything. It's not just relationship, guys, okay? Um <laughs> But, but that's what we're talking about, though, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Let me make sure. Let me make sure. He's a Taurus. Rest in peace. I get all the comments. Sorry, I just missed a whole bunch of people commented. He's a Taurus? Yeah, he's a Taurus. Oh, James Brown's a Taurus, yeah. Yeah, same here. Virgos love Taurus. That's not true. <laughs> that's the not true. Do. The women do. <laughs> do they? Oh, man, yeah. whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I, well I get along with the mentors is like like yourself and you know a couple of my other friends, but other than that, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no comment. Sagittarius is the best, so that's just kinda how we operate. Tauruses are stubborn and lazy. Sagittarius is that's the way to go. <laughs> well, from what I was told that the women on the on the Y Date episode is they're in the comments, they said they're gonna make it lit. So hopefully I mean they said they're gonna try to uh Add more to our comments on our live stream. So we'll get into it. I mean, we can follow up on the horoscope and uh, zodiac signs if you guys want to from the last episode. If you guys have some inputs, because you guys weren't on the last episode, it was mostly the women. So I'll give you guys maybe like five minutes or something like that to talk about it. Or if you guys want to add to it, you can. Um, yeah. So, so I can't say 100% believe in horoscopes, right? I can't say 100% abide by what they say, but I will say it has been crazy accurate when it comes to people I get along with and people I don't get along with, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like Capricorns. I don't know why uh, Capricorns are my mortal enemy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have never met a Capricorn that I enjoyed their company. Like, ever. I can't think of one where I was all like, oh, yeah, I've enjoyed, I, you know, this yeah, not one time. And I do feel like karma is going to have some sick joke. We're probably going to marry Capricorn one day. But for whatever reason, the horoscope's pretty spot on with uh, who I get along with and who I don't. Okay. What about you? Uh, since it's tour season, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've never really been one to uh, really follow into it that much. Uh, it is accurate on some points of behavior and personality traits sometimes. And I have had my run-ins with like, I, the few females that have been Gemini's have been really tough dating them chicks, man. They, they're, they uh, I mean, Gemini's, they're two-faced. So it's, it's hard to trust them types. 
So every every Gemini I've always dated always had a problem. Two face. <laughs> yeah, there was always you know too gossipy or I don't know. It's just always been an issue, man. And then Leos, I've only had two girls who were Leos, and they they liked attention a lot, so that they were, they were very uh, attention seekers. So you got a question? Kylie asked, "What what was your ex's sign?" Oh, Pisces. 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 Yeah. Yeah, my ex was a Pisces too. Know what that means? I forget about that sign. So I feel like everyone forgets about that sign. I don't even know about that My sister's a Pisces, bro. She like writes hard. She writes hard for Pisces. <laughs> Shit, what's your favorite sign? They asked what what your favorite sign was. Ooh. Favorite? Uh, any of you guys? Uh, Sagittarius. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm serious. Like, if you look up the charts, like when it comes to like matches between Sagittarius's. It's like either 100% or like 0%, right? Like there is no in-between. And for the most part, it's like every Sagittarius that I've met, I've been able to guess there was Sagittarius. And we've always had a great time, especially at parties. Oh, favorite sign to date? That was a question. Oh, kind of the same. Um, and then I like Scorpios. I'm not going to lie. I say I don't like mean girls, but I like mean girls. <laughs> They're all mean? <laughs> I'm Dang. a little... I'm a little contradictive on that one, hypocritical. I'll say I don't like mean chicks, then I like mean chicks. <laughs> I mean, I think okay. uh, Pisces and uh, Aquarius are pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been getting along with a lot of the the, the women Virgos a lot more. I've, I've been I've been I've been funk, uh, like fucking with them a little bit. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I messed with a Virgo chick once. Uh, she's an artist too, and that shit was fun. And it was good, you know, sex was really good and sex was fun, but we really didn't get much work done because, you know, two artists, all you, you know, your imagination land the whole time. <laughs> you know, if you vibe together, it's like she was goofy and shit too, you know, it's just like, yeah, man, but she was, uh, can't remember what she was. Virgo, yeah. Virgo gang sign. I'm just kidding. I don't know what that means. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't give a shit. Um, so we're moving on to the next ep- this episode here. It's going to be commitment. It's, I know I've talked about it way back a couple of seasons ago. Uh, I forgot which season it was, but it was it was about commitophobe. Or, that's what the topic was. If you guys want to look it up, it's on there. I don't need to get fully into my commitment, but <laughs> we can get into the questions on this one. Um... I mean, the topic is pretty much, is commitment harder for today's generation? Um, you know, if so, why? So we'll probably start it off with Alpha Monk. What do you believe? Since you were a little older, you know, we're a little more seasoned in this, uh, in this world and, than most. <laughs> than, than my man, uh, <laughs> Red Pill. <laughs> you know, we're a little bit more seasoned in the game, you know. <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, uh, I mean, like we were talking about in the uh, our little group session, it's it is easy to blame um, social media and our devices and stuff. But uh, as it, it was uh, it was said in there that you know there, there's always a distraction, and that is true. Uh, I, I do believe that our devices are more of a distraction than they have ever been, but that's still not like a main reason. Um, People are, I think, are, are becoming more comfortable alone. A lot of people are too afraid to get fucked over. Uh, we had a whole wave of 
people just getting fucked over for like a good five, six, seven years. Probably still going on as we speak, but you know, people are more weary. People are more uh, cautious. You know, a lot of people have their walls up. You know, it's a lot more crazy out there. So, you know, uh, online dating, you never know what you're really going to get. You know, uh, pictures don't really speak a thousand words anymore. People can lie. People can uh, fake things. You know, they can spin you around. And, you know, so people know this. I think people are being more distant than ever. And I think that right now, what we're going through right now is kind of people are kind of having to look themselves in the mirror, you know, trying to figure themselves out more than ever. Hopefully that'll change a lot of people for the best. You know, I forgot to talk about the buzzwords too, huh? <laughs> Before you go in there and say something, let me, let's throw that out there. All right. <laughs> so you guys just now tuning in first time buzzwords we created here is certain words that we say in our episode. And it changes every episode. Hopefully it changes every episode. And if one of us say it, we get put on a hot seat, which means that they ask three questions about anything. It could be about anything. It doesn't have to be about dating or anything. So that's for like three, like three questions. And we leave it to the, the people who are listening, to our live stream, or the speakers here. So the buzzwords are faithful and communication. So don't say any of those words. <laughs> don't say it alright Red Pill same question alright so when I when I said my, what I said in the group chat everybody jumped on the whole like oh you're a youngin bandwagon and oh you don't know what it was like before the internet back in my day when we were on chariots and horses wow we really <laughs> we're still <laughs> driving model ones model t's right like you guys were all jumping down my throat and so I'm going to answer this question a little bit differently because I can't compare it to y'all's generation, right? Because you're so much older. But is dating hard today? Like, is is, is dating hard today? Is commitment hard today? I'm going to go and say not really. It's, it's really not. I think when we look at our friends who have really respectable relationships, they have certain character qualities and they have certain they've done certain things in their life that have allowed them to have stable relationships. And then when you look at people who haven't found these things, they typically have very similar characteristics, right? I, I always say it, personal responsibility. Um, I haven't really struggled when it comes to relationships, right? I haven't had very many girlfriends, but of the ones that I've had, like one has been, the rest were decent. Um, I'm not thinking if we don't get married, this failed, but I think when it comes to like commitment, it's like if you're a very respectable person and you respect yourself and you're doing certain things to kind of exude like really high status, I think it'd be easier for you to find somebody who wants to be more committed to you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, you I don't know, know man. I'll, I'll add to that. It, okay. It's uh, what he said is good because if you're like we were talking about last podcast, you know, integrity and everything, you can kind of weed out a person who's going to take advantage of you if that's your fear of commitment. You know, a lot of people are just afraid of getting fucked up. That's their number one fear. You know, their trust and their goals are getting broken. So they're not going to commit to that person. They're going to have one foot in, one foot out. Are they going to always be waiting for that, that, that shoot a drop, you know, that last shoot a drop. So uh, I think you could weed out the bullshit, weed out, you know, the manipulators, if you're if you're true to yourself, should follow what uh, Red Bill was saying. 
Yeah, I mean, dating, the commitment thing is it's tough because, like, you know, a lot of the generation, even my generation too, even ours, um, and somebody commented, said, dating is hard when you're from the Bay. <laughs> what does that even mean? Can they elaborate on that? Uh, she, did, she she probably heard it. Hopefully she elaborates. But I don't know. I think it's hard regardless. I mean, I mean, we talked about different regions. Like, certain regions are more prone to, like, be in the – relationship have a family build up a family white picket fence but mostly traditional style dating um other places like our area particularly we have people from different mounts different coming from different places so commitment is more of like especially when you're young you don't want to commit when you're like a young 20s you know like all right i'm committed to being in this relationship you're mostly in that experimental phase um but i think now during this time what i see people do is this i mean i look at basically what people see on uh social media we see these couples and they see like they want to have like a travel partner or they, they, they want to have all these things going on that, that benefit them, but they're not willing to give anything back. And you know, I mean, commitment is, is also something you're giving to up. You're giving something up. Um, you know, that's kind of like the, the, uh, the narrative, the, the false narrative that people think that it's commitment is just being committed to one person, but it's also, you're giving up something too. So, I mean, that's my, that's my thoughts on it, but vacations, <laughs> <laughs> vacations yeah they are because people will see that you know we see all these people who are had these great couples and they're you know the Kanye West or the <laughs> the Kardashians Beyonce we the people want to gravitate toward that so it's funny how they they <laughs> they weigh their uh their relationships off of just uh photos of people going on vacations and having money and cars and stuff <laughs> they, don't, they don't ever know what's really going on behind the scenes. They never know going. how much love these people are, respect these people have for each other. Yeah. You know, we just, they just never know. So they're just going off this, you know, I want this guy. It's so funny, like, you know, you're on Tinder and everything, and uh, every girl on there says they love to travel. And it's like, most of them have only been somewhere like once or twice. You know, yeah. it's very rare that they just, you know, globe trot. But they'll put it on their Instagram like they've been there like like oh when I went to Italy one year. <laughs> exactly, but it's like you can go on a trip with this perfect guy, this perfect girl, but when you come home, that's what it's really about. You know, what are you like when you are back home? When you're in the shit? When you're in the love with each other? When you're striving to uh, open this business? You know, what if he's yeah. an entrepreneur? You know, yeah. do you have his back? Do you have yeah. respect for him for him struggling and going through all this shit? You exactly. know, or what if you're going through law school or medical school does he have your back is he there you know bringing you meals on his day off if you're at the hospital you know it's just that's part of that commitment that's part of that loyalty yeah and, and that's i mean yeah and it's really common is i think also people use relationship as trophies to make them feel better to make them feel complete and quote unquote complete um, I, I like to see good goals with relationships when they're like, say, purchasing house, getting a business together, purchasing car, things like that. Those are things that like I'd see like, OK, they are committed to doing things together as a as a whole. I mean, I mean, uh, I, I think a, a complete relationship has to involve two complete people. Yeah, they have to be fully aware of themselves. I mean, you can you're always growing. We're never going to stop growing. You can yeah. be 70, 80, 90 years old, but you're still going to be growing. You know what I'm saying? You're not stopping. So, you know, as long as you tour, continue to try to grow. I mean, I don't think commitment or dating is hard either. It's probably gotten easier. Yeah. It's just, you know, we know the dumbasses. Yeah, I think the biggest thing 
and I would say is like people go into dating without any type of filtering glasses, no filter goggles, right? So they literally go in, into a date. Most likely they met up online. That's typically how it happens now. You meet someone online, they look great, and you're kind of throwing this like halo effect on them, wanting to be the super fantastic person from day one, right? Like, I mean, if you people think about a relationship that lasts like two years, right? Think of a relationship that lasted like two or three years. You think of like the first month you dated that person. Like you found out something new every single day. But the things you found out about that person in the first month pale in comparison about the things you find out about that person at the end of year one. Pale in comparison about things you find out about that person in year two, right? Yeah. Like I always say, like before the third date, I will always take a girl either to the beach or to somewhere where there's games because I want to see how she acts when she gets her hair wet and I want to see how she acts when she loses. Right? Like <laughs> people... I think the biggest thing, and this is why I was talking to this girl and I actually had to break off with her, was because she was really rushing. Like, she really wanted to just, like, kind of be with me. She wanted me to, like, kind of be, like, exclusive and, like, commit already and tell her, like, I'm just trying to date you. And I remember we got an argument. I told her, like, yeah, it's been 20 days. Like, I can count from our first message. It's been 20 days. And I was like, you don't know me. Right? Like, you don't know me at all. Mm -hmm. Um... I kind of put time limits on things. I would tell anybody really like you, if you're dating somebody, you should wait at least six months, even if you know on day one, I've broken that rule, but it's like, if you're dating somebody, you should wait at least six months before titles. Even if you know day one, even if you guys see each other every single day for six months, you should wait. Six months. You just never really know somebody. You have to wait. It takes time. You can't rush the process. You can't. People hold shit back. Like, they'll they'll hold some crazy shit back or, like, a, a, a habit. They'll hold it back, you know, as much as they care about you and they, you know, they want to be around you. They'll keep that side of them that might be annoying or dangerous or whatever. You know, they'll hold that shit back as long as forever. So, he's right. You should wait for a while. Like, I, I have a personal rule. I do not tell a girl that I love her until I truly, truly, Damn. truly know. You talk about getting a relationship, yeah. You already said love. Oh, dude, it took me, like, it was nine months until I told my ex. Nine like, months. it took me a long fucking time. Man. Damn, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm sweating right now. Just talk about this commitment shit, man. This is... <laughs> you make him sweat. I'm sweating. I'm sweating right now. This is, this is, I feel like I'm a sinner <laughs> in church right now, man. This is, whew. Get you the... <laughs> 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 so what's the, the next question? All right. <laughs> Why do you in caps commit? What would you encourage you? What would encourage you to break your relationship commitment? So we can ask uh, Red Pill first, and then I'll be the last, of course. Uh, all right. So why do you commit? Um, again, I've only committed twice, right? Truly twice. Um, the first time was one of those. It was like, it was a girl who I perceived to have a higher status than you actually had. And I was young. So I was kind of like, Oh, why has she noticed me? Right. Um, the second one, I know this is going to sound super corny. I was really just listening to my stomach. I really, really was. I broke like all of my rules and it worked out. It worked out. I played it safe. Right. Like, sorry. I played it safe. Like I didn't do, I didn't say careless things. I didn't put my feelings too much out there, but it was, I just found someone who on the very first day, I felt like they respected me. 
And it's like, it's, it's weird when you're a girl, you know if a guy respects you or not. You absolutely know. But if you're a guy, her respect for you is very conditional on the day. So some days she respects you and other days she's shit testing you. Mm-hmm. And I basically was dating a girl who respected me every single day. Nice. Like there were shit tests because they're inevitable, but it was like they were warranted, right? There were a point where I was putting in more time and she was really opening up, right? And it was kind of those like, okay, well, I'm gonna see what you're about. Like, do you really want to do this? Right? You know, because she was just kind of like a test, especially after, especially with girls. If you're talking to a girl and you guys, let's say you guys sleep early in your relationship, right? So let's say you guys have been dating for like two weeks and you guys sleep together. There's going to be a lot of shit tests right after that because she gave it up quote unquote fast, right? Like most of the time when you're dating, you might date for like a month, a month and a half yeah. and finally have sex, right? Yeah. But if she gives it up fast early, there's going to be a lot of shit tests after that because she's going to want to know, like, what are you about? Like, are you going to ghost me? Like, I just gave it up to you. I don't want to seem like I'm that kind of girl. Right. And uh, she didn't do all that. She didn't do all that. Hmm. And so it was like, when you find someone who really respects you, it's just like, yeah. One. Okay. Nice. Same question. Uh, I would say where I commit is, uh, it's usually, it's been about four girls that's like serious. And I committed because those are the girls that I knew and I, I felt through and through that I could trust them and they were loyal and they all were. Uh, yeah, I think it's just, it's all about vibing with the men having that chemistry. Like I've dated girls again, you know, that had different horoscopes and said it would be horrible. They turned out great. So you and, need some horoscopes, huh? Okay. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, you know, they usually are, you know, but it, it, it just turns out, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's all about that chemistry, you know, vibing with each other. Uh, and I noticed one thing that they all had in common is that they really supported me. You know, they were always there and they always saw the greatness in me that even sometimes that I, you know, that I would forget myself. You know, sometimes, you know, man, we just get in our heads and shit, try to figure things out logically that, you know, we, we would throw. And some girls who aren't patient and who, you know, don't have that support value, they, they freak out, you know, when they want that attention, they don't understand what's going on. But those four women, man, they just, they had that in common. And it was that support and that trust and that loyalty that drew me to commit with them. And, you know, unfortunately, three of them all wanted to have children. I didn't. So that didn't work that out. Break, huh? <laughs> that was yeah. your break. for. <laughs> that was the break for you, huh? That was like. Yep, the... <laughs> that, was, uh, that was the deal breaker. Like, yep, man. I'm out. <laughs> so, like, it, it was, but it's, it's, like, it's, I don't know. It's like, uh, it's still kind of, endur- you know, I would say sweet because it was never the love it was the issue. It was just, I wouldn't give them a child. Yeah. So I was like, you know, that, that's a good track record to me anyway. Yeah. Well, I'll answer the commented on, we should do an episode when we interview the exes. Hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> it's a big N-O from Kelsach. It's a big N-O from Red Pill. Oh. <laughs> 
Okay. So, I mean, we can you know, talk about this why do I commit kind of thing. And I don't, I don't know. This, this whole episode doesn't turn around me all the time. So we can just skip this one and the other next one. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we don't do that. <laughs> we can just skip that one, you know, and just maybe uh, the next episode uh, is. <laughs> Okay, then you you go for the next one. Then you start with the next one. I'll answer this one. I'll answer pretty quick and easy. I mean, if I did commit it, right? If I ever decided to commit, right? It's usually all vibe and energy. It's really like if we vibe, we we have you know, we have good chemistry, right? That would keep me there. And like you know, I mean, like 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 the rock, like it's like someone who's like your rock support group, like who's really there, like in the trenches with you. You're ride or die, man. You know, ride or die. You know what I mean? Like I don't want no girl that's like just. Like ultimately, she got to she got to take your boy's place, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. You know, your boys can't live with you forever. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's yeah. You know, I'm not rich or nothing like that. If I was rich, it'd probably be different. I'd be like, okay, yeah, whatever. I don't need no ride or die, really. I just, you know what I mean? Girl that wants to take all my money. I honestly, like, but I ain't rich yet, so I ain't rich yet. So that that doesn't make any sense to me. That doesn't that doesn't right now, current Dante. That's what it, like that will draw me out to committing if I ever do it. If I ever get rich, I'll probably be like an asshole or something. I don't know. But um, what would break that for me? Relationship commitment, honestly, like you said, I don't really do the. It's tough, man, because single moms really a, is a really big break for me. Um, didn't want the single parent. Sorry to say, Rapil, I know you're a single parent. But for me, it's just that's another thing. You're you're kind of going to another family and you're trying to build something up. Plus, man, like if the girl's already been through like having a kid, even though she may have forgotten, but she's been through that whole process already. And the process of going through the child thing, if you ever said to have a child with someone like the nine months, like figuring out shit, like panicking. You know I mean, I don't want no one who already knows the shit. It's like watching a movie, I already know it's gonna happen. Then this is I mean. It's like, uh, and I'll sit there. So that, that kind of like, it was, that will break my commitment for that one. I mean, of course, we can go into like cheating and stuff like that. But like, really, honestly, if I'm like legit, they wouldn't cheat on me anyway. Um, <laughs> but that would be the break for me. Like that would like really break me from committing to that person, even though that person is really amazing. That's the one. But I love all the single moms out there. They're killing it out there in the game. They are amazing people, and they are great, per- like, ride or die. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing, just me and personally. So next question. Do you think it's okay to keep yourself open to other people, even if you're in a committed relationship? Oh, man. Oof. I just talked about this the other- yesterday. We were talking about Polly. Yeah, and Shirley sent those videos about Polly. Um, I guess if you're in, like, a Polly arrangement, then – okay or if you're like some some big wig and your wife knows that occasionally you're gonna have one or two on the side but she's your main squeeze and all right um but no i just i i don't think it's okay because it kind of defeats the purpose of being committed mm-hmm. i think most people don't know what a commitment is a commitment is when you do something even when for a time it becomes unfavorable right like everyone's seen like that thing where it's like, oh, discipline is is doing the thing that you said you were going to do after the mood is left, right? We're doing it when you no longer feel like doing it. And that's kind of like commitment. It's like you chose to be with somebody and maybe they come home and they piss you off for like 10 days straight and you spend like a whole month thinking about it, but it's like you're committed, you're in it. I think people have false expectations. It's not going to be all the honeymoon phase. You have to expect there's going to be ups and downs. And then... Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys have read Art of Seduction. It's stupid long, but if you breeze through it, there's a part where you can't really miss it where it says most seductions that work require a second seduction. 
right? And that typically means like if you're running game on a girl, right? And you get her in your bed and she's wanting a relationship, but you're not committing. She's going to start to pull back. She's going to realize what's happening. You kind of have to reseduce. Or if you're in a committed relationship, you guys have been dating for, you know, three or four years, it's gotten kind of stale. Maybe you both put on a little bit of weight, stop going out as much. One, I'm going to say this, as the man, you have to re-seduce your woman, right? That means, one, elevating yourself. That means, two, kind of showing a slightly dangerous, unpredictable side. It might cause some arguments in the beginning, but the whole thing is you wanted to make her feel something. You want there to be some kind of, of tension. And then at the right moment, you give her that release of, hey, let's go do this weekend retreat this place. Or, hey, let's go do this thing. Or, hey, you know we're in a different position or, or get some dirty movies or, or whatever you guys are into dirty movies damn i don't know i mean maybe y'all ain't had the right girl yet but you watch some dirty movies with a girl it's totally different story. <laughs> uh, 50 shades of great counts they don't gotta be all the way yeah it's fun but it's just like you know you there there's going to need to be a second third fourth fifth and sixth deduction and like the only kind of guy who's going to like do that is the guy who actually wants to commit and care. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I asked a question about that one. I mean, it's tough because, you know, someone's going to want someone more than the other person. Right. Um, and that happens. Like, that does happen. Like, someone's going to want someone more, and they might not have be on the same page. So the other person might be open, like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like whatever. I'm just going to be open about it, but they won't have that kind of community. They, they won't have that kind of talk. I was going to say the buzzword. They're not going to have that kind of talk <laughs> right. uh, on a, on that, on that level, on that page. So, whew, man, this is tricky. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, exactly. It just goes back to that. And then they go do that same thing. And they're like, and the loss, like, well, I thought this person was really feeling me. What happened? Right. So, uh, I don't know, man. Cause then I got a little confused, man. Cause this is almost like the same topic I talked about with exclusive talking. Right. And then like actually really talking. And this really threw me off. This is what broke apart one of the relationships I had before. Cause I didn't understand what exclusive was fully. Um, I was just like, Oh, okay. Well, hmm, whatever. You mean we're not dating. It's not set in stone. We're just talking. So, um, that, that's one of the ones that kind of threw me off a little bit, but mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, if you're committed to someone, if you're like in a committed relationship, I, I don't think it's okay to open unless you have that kind of conversation, they're open for it, then do it. But uh, a lot of people don't want to share, <laughs> especially the women out there. They don't want to share. <laughs> Let's be honest. I can say that for all the girls. They don't want to share. Uh, if you're giving a girl adequate enough attention and she, she knows you're like, if you're like super alpha, like you're really alpha and you're giving your girl a lot of attention. She'll share you a little bit. Maybe. She'll share you a little bit. If you're super alpha and you're giving her attention, she'll share you. But women, women want what they can't have. This is exactly what uh, <laughs> what Alpha Buck said. <laughs> they want what they can't have. <laughs> and yeah, they, also like, uh, they also like uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. Unattainable, what they can't have, uncertainty. Those are the things that you keep them on their toes throughout the entire relationship. Just, you know, as long as you're growing, and you continue to try to better yourself and be a better person and all that type of shit, then you won't get, you won't become boring. You just won't. Because well, that's a, as itself, 
will lead you to new things that you can bring back home to her. Well, that's exactly so it's like, what. When people like become stagnant in relationships and they just do, you know, they become habitual, then that's when it starts, you know, becoming stale. Yeah. And subconsciously she starts looking elsewhere. But like open relationship, that's, I mean, yeah, if that's what you talk about in the beginning, if that's your intentions at the beginning, then it's all good. But an actual, you know, run of the mill relationship is exclusive. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're in a poly, I, mean, I don't. Nature to be possessive. I mean, anything that gives us, you know, fires up those dopamines, we're going to want to possess it. We're going to want, you know, we crave it. And if it's a human being and we make love to this human being, we yeah. fall in love with this human being. Fuck that. We don't want anybody else around us. Yeah, I know a lot of people who are in poly relationships, and it, it is always exciting to talk, have it, something new, right? So, like what um, Markel said, he's he mentioned that you have to keep bringing up your whole process again. You have to pre up pre regain pre gain them again. You know, I mean, get them reseduce. back in that zone. You have to reseduce. You have to reseduce them. So in a poly, it's a little different because I know I, I heard someone call people who are poly relationships like I can't get everything I I can in one person. That's the, a lot of them do believe they can't get everything in one person. So, right. And it's like, they think it's, <laughs> I don't know. This is from what I heard. And I've heard that kind of talk. I'm like, Oh man, this is, it's, just, I, I feel like for the guy's perspective, they ever do poly and open relationship. It, it's so stressful, man. It is stressful. Like to crave attention from women, four different, five, six different women. That is a hard task. Okay. It's like <laughs> it's like one normal relationship and one simp just uh yeah. it's it's like a it's like a relationship on steroids, bro. Like you're fucking like you're you are like on some whole neck next level shit. It's stressful. You, and they have to understand that they're not the, the only attention. Uh, they have to like get that in their mind, but it's so hard. Like, you know what I mean? Like they, you know, it's just it's, it's ridiculous. All right, I'll go to the next question. Where you know. I don't know if we're going to give it all through all these questions within 30 minutes. You can skip some. If you feel like there's some better ones towards the bottom of the list, you can skip some. These are pretty good. Um, I know because I wrote them. Oh, not this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not that one. <laughs> Move to the next one. Not that one either. That oh. one's stupid. No, because no, it, it talked about distractions in today's dating landscape. We kind of already covered that. And we talked about social media kind of almost <laughs> kind of almost plays in that situation. We already kind of discussed that. Um, so someone commented, you're never going to get everything in any relationship. There's always 80, 20. You guys agree? Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to agree to that because it's kind of like when you need nothing, right? Like when you're self-sufficient, like the only thing you you can't really give yourself is like external affection. You got that's like external affection and then like good conversations unless you're like schizo, right? Like other than that, it's like if, if let's say I go speak my perspective. If I can cook, I can clean, I make enough money, I have my own place, I have a solid friend group, I have a good job, I have a couple hobbies. It's like I'm I'm living my life. I, I travel. I, I start a good business. I, I pick up new hobbies all the time. I read my books. I'm calling in my boys to hang out. It's like a, you know, I, my game is, is okay. You know, I can get girls. So, I mean, what do I need you for? Like, what am I missing? So I hate to say it's like eighty twenty, but it's like I don't look for any part of myself in someone else. You are someone who respects me. 
you are somebody who I would like to spend time with. You're somebody who is, is genial and agreeable and you have interesting things that I don't know about. And you're hot. You're really hot, right? So it's like what, aside from like those very few things, it's like I don't look to complete myself with anybody. Yeah. So if, if you're like, oh, if you can't find everything in a partner, it's like, well, stop. What are you looking for? You can. What are you looking for? What are you missing yourself trying to replace with somebody else? Yeah, that's what she actually commented too. Said, uh, Jen said, always got to start with yourself. You bring your tools together and work for real there as a team. Right. I think we work there as a team. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I agree. Um, okay. So, next question. Uh, what are some ways? What are some ways we can form deeper connections with others? I'll start with the Alpha Monk. What are some ways? Say again. So, what are some ways we can form deeper connections with others? Good one. Who is distracted in relationships? I'm just looking at the questions. Appreciate the questions, though. These are good. <laughs> Did a good job. I think. Uh, I mean, I know the only way that I was ever able to uh, connect somebody deeply is through through action, through events, through going through something. It doesn't always necessarily have to be a, a bad something, but like an experience, some heavy experience going through something like that is a really good deep connection. Like either, either even going on your first trip together and it's just you two is a very good deeper connection. If you go somewhere you've never been before, that's a whole new experience you both have together. That, that right there is a deeper connection. Um, being there for her or him when they're going through a death in a family or when they're going through something rough, like losing a job or, you know, anything, just being there for them is uh, having that support. That's a deeper connection to me because you can't get that externally. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. That, 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 I mean, I'm not sure if you agree with the market. You, you kind of agree with that too, right? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think the only way to really build deep, deep, deep connections through shared experiences. Yeah. I mean, there's a level of, I guess, just talking and spending time together, right? But it's like shared experience is what makes you guys strong. I mean, look at the relationships that we all know that they work. They do stuff. They literally do stuff. They go to Coachella. They go hang out in San Francisco. They paint the house together. They go and, I don't know, go, go do finger paint. Like, they they do things they share experiences like you can't it's really hard to build a bond without that unless you really find someone just so on your level right or someone who's just like i guess the only exception people people who get like in long distance relationships with people they never met mm -hmm. i think it's it's they're sharing an experience of really caring for somebody that they can't see and touch every single day but aside from that, I really, it's really hard for me to know. And I've been in long distance relationships, right? But it was like, I got my ass on the plane and I flew over there. I Same stayed for a long time. So, but I mean, aside from shared experiences, it's like, that's your golden ticket. Yeah. If you feel like you're losing your partner, ask yourself, like, when's the last time we did something new? When is the last time I excited them? I did something that was exciting for them. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. So, actually, a question. This is a pretty good one, too. How do you get someone to commit to you? Ooh. Trust and uh, love. Respect. Deeper connections, shared experiences. How do you get somebody to commit to you? Straight up, you got to have game. So, I'm just, I, I, if you can. You can get someone to commit to you. Most of the time, if someone is not trying to commit to you, you're just too available. Where you going, man? Like I hate, I hate saying it. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> but, but the truth is, like, if, if if you want someone to commit to you, you gotta learn how to play hard to get. Right. Let's say this typical situation: a girl wants a guy to commit to her. If you're constantly messaging him, if you're constantly trying to do things to lock him down, like have him post you on his social media post snapchats of him and your snapchat story try and bring him around your family <laughs> like if you want a guy to commit to you don't be available you have to play hard to get and you have to be a bit of a seductress like i think people try and people say we don't like to play games but then they just forget the whole fact that dating is a song and dance dating is a game there are Rules to follow, rules to break. There are different things you should do. In the end, it's only going to work if you guys have good chemistry, if you guys can talk things out, if you guys – almost said it. If you guys can have experiences, <laughs> right? But it's like – it's a whole different song and dance just to get them there. Yeah. And you got to learn how to play it. You want someone to commit to? You want, you want a guy to be your boyfriend? Don't be available. Yeah. You know, like play hard to get. Seduce him a little bit. Cancel on him a few times. But then text him afterwards and say, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sick. I really want to see you. I just can't tonight. Damn. Like, you got to learn how to play again. Shoot up. We all know. I don't, I don't know if I call it. I mean, I, I, it is what it is. It's game. It's game. But um, he, he's right in a way. He is right. You agree? Uh, it's the same thing. Like, right. I, I usually, what I do is to make a commit is, like, you show him, you show him that good piece. You know what I'm saying? You give him a taste of heaven, you know, it's like a dance, you know, you leave, you give them what they want and then you take it away from them. And then when they crave it, oh. you don't give it to them when they crave it, but then you give it to them when they least expect it. And at the same time, you have to be somewhat reliable when you know when they need you. And it's, it's uh, it is a cat and mouse game. You just got to know when to pull it back and when to give it to them and when not to. And then oh. you do that enough. Give it to them. You no, know, it's just, they get locked in. If what? Your sense of humor or your... Yes. <laughs> all of it. Your incredible charm and good your looks. Incredible charm, good looks. Okay. Sex, all of it. Oh, you shit. Get to conversation, <laughs> communication, all that shit. You give oh, it oh, oh, I just said it. fuck, <laughs> man. Yeah, I was hoping he said <laughs> I was pushing it on. <laughs> I'm not the only one who said it, though. I'm pretty sure somebody else said that shit. I mean, maybe. <laughs> but, all right. <laughs> funny story, funny story. I have, I have this friend who's a girl. She told me a story one time how she wanted this dude, but she didn't want to, like, give it up right away, you know. So she cooked the day before, and she made, like, a small little plate of, like, leftovers and put it in a bowl because she's a bomb cook, like, damn good cook. And so she invited him over and reheated the cooking. 
And so he ate the cooking and was like, oh, your food's hella good, but she didn't have anything else made. And she was like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to eat tonight. She didn't take me out. Huh. And so he already wanted to hit, and he knew she could cook, but then she was like, oh, I don't have anything else. Like, let's just go out. And then made him pay for it. Damn. And then they came back home, right? And they started doing stuff, and then she got a stomachache. Oh. <laughs> And she did this to him for a little bit. She actually locked him down for a while and then it just didn't work out. But it was like, you know, that's game. And that's not like unfair. That's not like being dishonest. That's just running in. You know, that's like playing the game the way it's meant to be played. You're not lying to him. You're just yeah. trying to get him to, there's, there's a word for it, uh, sunk cost. People won't give up on things they invest in, even if it's bad for them. Right? We all know people who are like this. It's more like this ourselves. And so it's kind of like if you can get someone to invest just a little bit, they'll commit because it's like they've already given you so much attention and energy. Sure that? Well, I mean, that's true. I mean, I've known a lot of women who it's hard for them to break up because they've invested so much emotional energy into that yeah. person. Yeah, and now they're drained and they dump it on the next relationship. Yeah. They're like battered and beat up, looking like zombie and going to another relationship. Like, oh, uh, uh. I still want to be in a relationship. It's just all messed up, man. I've seen that happen. I, that's it's not a good sight. <laughs> hey, guys. We're going to take a 30-second pause and to jump into some other content. We'll jump right back into the episode right after this in a bit. Stay tuned. Hey, guys. Just giving you guys a quick reminder that we have a website for Y Day Podcast. It's on www.ydaypodcast.com where we have all the platforms where all this episode is on. And we're on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, and we're also on uh, Spotify. So, and we also actually have this video, um, the episode of the video, on our YouTube channel, on the Y Day Podcast web, uh, YouTube channel, which is also in that website. And we have a Patreon website as well. Now, if you guys want to donate $5 a month, is we're going to give you guys the all-exclusive behind-the-scenes content where 30, 45 minutes prior, before the episode, we're going to have a Q&A, a live Q&A with the guest speaker that we have here. Sometimes we typically have dating coaches. We have motivational speakers on here. So any questions you guys want to ask, feel free to do that. Go on to It's also on the Patreon website on our, our on our Why Date podcast episode and just put it in there. And, or if you want to just become a Patreon and get all the exclusive content, it's also in there too as well. But all right. Don't want to take too much of you guys' time. Get back into the episode right now. All right. Hot seat questions. <laughs> yeah, we didn't forget. So, oh, Aunt Shirley had a question. Have you ever uh, <laughs> have you ever encouraged a woman to break a commitment to be with you? Tell us a story. About what? Have you ever encouraged a woman to break a commitment to be with you? Tell us the story. I like have I ever a relationship and have you break it. Yeah. Have I ever encouraged a woman to break up with her boyfriend to be with me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I went to school with her at the Academy of Arts and we were in a class together and I liked her and she was dating this, this dude at that, it was our senior year. And uh, about two years after that, we like, like kind of hit it up on, I think it was Facebook. 
and she was living with them in LA, but it, just, it was just going south. And we started talking like every three days and then it started to come every two days and it started to be every night. And then she started calling and then we started doing video chats. And then I asked her to come visit me, like, cause she told me she, she broke up with him, right? And I was like, why don't you come visit me? Cause she was moving back to Texas. And she came up here to see me. And you know, obviously, you know, we had sex and all that shit. She was up here for about four days. And she told me while she was here, that uh, she was still with him, but after our first night, she called him and told him, you know, she wanted to end it and all that shit. So oh, she had to go back down to LA, and she still went back down. LA got her shit. And went back to Texas. Yeah. Did you did you date her after? Yeah, we still dated for about two oh, years. Damn, for about two months. Dude, you you were date a cheater? Damn. Okay. What? That yeah, was fun. You might cheat on your ass. Well, she you did. Them, you get them, man. <laughs> She was. She was the. She was the one only chick that ever cheated on me because she lived in Texas. I lived here. Okay, so she probably che- did cheat already. Okay, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was known for it, so I wasn't too surprised. Oh, okay, so, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't do all that. You can't turn her home to a housewife, man. Come on, come oh, yeah. on. In long distance, you have that, that buffer, that that emotional buffer, so it doesn't really, really get to you too much. She's like, well, you know, I barely see her anyway, and it's like. Yeah. <laughs> I know Red Pull, you I know you have a question. All righty. <laughs> we have, we talk about this all the time. We we're just us and we're at work <laughs> before pre quarantine. We talk we ask these kind of crazy questions. So not the story you just told, but name a time your partner was distracted in your relationship. Distraction? Your partner was distracted. Your partner wasn't giving you attention. They were distracted. Oh, they weren't giving me attention. Oh, shit. Um, oh, okay, so... Nah, that was not a good example. And nothing altruistic. I want something scandalous. So she's like, oh, they were distracted because they were having family problems. Like, no, 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 no. I want to hear some scandal shit. The other one I have uh, is when I was uh, with the Pakistani girl. That was a long relationship. I was five years. And on the third year, which is always the roughest year, um, she, I remember finding an email that she, she didn't send, but she was going to send to this, this uh, Indian dude. And uh, I remember in it, she said she was, uh, like she was emotionally cheating, basically. And uh, I remember catching that. And then I just, you know, once I uh, confronted her about it and everything, she said it was my fault because I was so immersed into my work and my art that I didn't pay enough attention to her. And, you know, I didn't know. So I guess I wasn't paying enough attention to her for like two or three months and she just couldn't take it. And uh, she said she was, did that wish while she was on her period. I don't know if that shit was true or not. So it was almost a breakup moment, but she convinced me otherwise. And then we stayed for another two years. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was all right. Answer. <laughs> I want some juicy, juicy like yeah, man. That's some fuck. Like I mean, it's quite. I don't. I don't have those. I only had that one chick to cheat on. That's like the only scandalous relationship I ever had. So, Kylie has one too. She said, uh, "Madre, what made you commit to your last relationship? What made you? What made your relationship special?" Man, it's a boring, boring question. It's fine. Answer it. Answer it. Is answer it. Sappy. Of course, Kylie would. Kylie would ask a question like that. Of course. Of course. 
Good lady. Per usual. Uh, <laughs> all right, if I'm being honest, per usual. Be honest, uh, for one, she was unique. She was Israeli. She had a beautiful accent. But uh, on top of the physical, uh, well, as the physical, she was about a nine to me. Uh, but beyond that, um, she was just a really kind-hearted and very sweet person. Uh, she was intelligent. And she was actually pretty fucking funny. Um, but again, she was really loyal, like by default. And uh, she was trustworthy and she had my back always, man. And she, like, she was, she was the one that, like, if I was into something, whatever I was into, like writing or whatever, even on her spare time, she would look up shit to, like, help me out, to aid me in that. So that, that to me was like, that was the shit. She was like a ride or die. That's what made me commit. Right. <laughs> you got a comment someone, say, someone says you act like a simp right now <laughs> only a simp would say that <laughs> that's some fighting words man those are fighting words yeah. dog. hey hey yeah, simple say shit like that. That. you don't even know this guy you yeah, who is that fucker <laughs> Some asshole. <laughs> oh man! Someone said good answer. Someone said other. A lot of the ladies said good answer. Of course, See? of course. That's why the simp. A simp. The simp card you threw out there, huh? <laughs> Andre's playing little Caesar right now. All those girls yeah, yeah, man. Later. Okay, so oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll add one more question for Kylie because she has one more question, even though it's over three questions that we asked. It's, right. it's fine. Shit. Yeah, yeah, we'll let her get one. All right, Andre, because she's on the podcast. Andre, what would you do if you had a huge crush on a woman only to find that they used to be a man? I'd bounce, but I think I would find out pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> like know, Forrest Willicker? I, I, I would know with that first 10 minutes, like, yeah, okay, well, it's not working out. Like that movie, <laughs> that movie Forrest Willicker was in? <laughs> <You're> about- <laughs> It's fine out she's a transgender. I'm out. <laughs> this whole time he was yeah, talking. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, yeah, I'm sorry for the transgenders out there. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't go that way. Like this, person, like this person was your soulmate. Yeah, you'll find out through the soulmate. I mean, like, I mean, unless soulmates you got. Soulmates don't exist. Oh, well. So. First off, soulmates don't exist. That's a lie. That's what you get in your heart, bro. Because not everyone likes your soulmate. Soulmates don't exist. You look that girl, you start judging people on merit, not how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> Just put big facts. I was I was talking to one of my friends, and I feel bad because I think he might turn into this. Follow the page. I'm not gonna name drop. Message me today, and uh, um, he, he was having some girl problems, right? He was, he was having some girl issues, and he he was afraid that he was he, he messed up his chances, right? And uh, and I told him I was like. I was like, you lost her the minute you cared about losing her. And it sounds it sounds messed up, but it's different when she's already your girlfriend versus when you're you're trying to just you're, you're not there yet. You guys are still just talking. You guys barely met, yeah. right? And so it's like when you, when you find someone, yeah, this is called one itis, right? One itis, like this belief that there is the one out there. There's not the one. There's just one of quite a few. Right, there's probably 50 eligible bachelors and bachelorettes within a 50 mile radius of everyone who's watching this podcast right now. 
right? There's, there's literally like a thousand people who he probably be a good compatibility compatibility with you within a 50 mile radius right now. That's just 50 miles. Imagine the entire United States. Imagine if you're actually traveling like you said you're going to do in your Tinder bio. Different countries, <laughs> you right? use a Tinder passport. You go into different cities. Talking about you're a traveler. <laughs> oh man, right? And so it's it's just kind of like <laughs> you know, um, soulmates don't exist. Like that that person isn't your soulmate. You'll never meet your soulmate. You'll just meet someone you're like, I'm gonna make this work, and then it just works. Shit. Yeah. Good chemistry, yeah. bad chemistry. That's pretty much it. That's true. Right. Um. Okay. So we got like five minutes left. And uh, I'm not sure if you guys have any things you want to add on to it, but we are going to do our post episode. Um, Kylie said, I hope you meet your soulmate one day. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure if you guys want to add anything to this. We'll have our post episode, of course, with everyone asking any open-ended questions or open, open questions. And uh, yeah, no, I appreciate you guys coming on for the fellows on here. We're trying to get on a good time here. We've right. been pretty good so far. <laughs> before it kicks us off but uh i'll keep this open on the facebook of course but if you guys want you guys can also look at our full episode content it's going to be on our website fridaypodcast.com i'll post everything and it'll be on our patreon so shout out to support get some shirts made for you guys still <laughs> still but uh, I appreciate you guys coming on uh, if you guys have anything else to say you can say it before we end it before instagram kicks us off any last things? No. Okay. One of those things where it's like when it comes to commitment, right? Like, is commitment hard? No. Commitment's not hard, right? But you're going to fuck up like 60% of the time. So then that's just the game. Right? Like that's just the way it works. Like, you, you think you're going to find the person you're going to be with forever the very first time you go on a date with somebody. It's just a false expectation. And because you have that expectation, that's why you're always getting let on or getting hurt. People don't want to commit to you. It's like literally you found this one person and you're expecting them to be your soulmate because it feels different. It feels new. It feels that's just the dopamine in your brain telling you this is a good thing to pursue this. You should trust your stomach, but it's like, hey, like don't be so eager. Relax. Flow. Let it happen. You know, so you're looking for commitment. It's like, well, if you're trying to commit for a person to, you know, blinks your way like you're probably gonna fuck it up yeah if you're, if you're always chasing after something you're gonna always be chasing after it okay okay well i'm glad i had to say much about this episode on commitment uh I, i'm well, glad i get you on the after episode you just wait for it <laughs> I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad i got myself out of this situation i'm glad it's uh you know i'm not in the hot seat <laughs> But all right, guys. Well, we'll wrap it up here, and then I'll re-invite you guys again. But thank you, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys are audio listening to it, thank you. Appreciate it. Let's tune into the next episode. I don't know what this episode's going to be about, but we will have something for you guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Have a nice day. See you next time.